0: Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's Go Blues! Get ready to hear some noise tonight! You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues! No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go.
1: Welcome to Season 8, Episode 45 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the often imitated but never duplicated, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. We're broadcasting live on Thursday, December 26, 2019. This is franchise episode number 231 all the time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, we'll be with you for the next little while talking Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues Hockey. To interact with the show on social media, follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. Uh, my handle is at Kurt Price. Jeff's is at jponder94. Uh, Bill is not with us this evening, uh, but you can follow him at Billy Blue Note. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and you can check out our YouTube channel where you can watch past episodes. Uh, And don't forget to like and subscribe within the uh, YouTube channel so you'll get notifications when we do go live each week. It's very helpful. Uh, The website is letsgoboos.com, where you can listen or watch past episodes, browse the fan discussion forum, as well as get some cool St. Louis Blues-themed t-shirts, mugs, and stickers that help support the show. Uh, For those of you watching the live show right now on YouTube, feel free to comment in the live chat on my left, over there, uh, which would be your right. And if you enjoy the show, uh, we ask that you uh, wouldn't mind leaving us a shiny, happy review on the iTunes uh, maybe uh, buy a sticker at let'sgoogles.com or share the show with someone uh, who you think may enjoy it. Um, all that would be um, would be nice and friendly. A nice and friendly way to interact with the show and to support uh, Jeff and Bill and uh, myself and our efforts. Um, Merry Christmas, Jeff.
0: Merry Christmas. How By the you? way, Bill's on
1: assignment. <laughs> he's on I assignment.
0: Think you, forget, you forgot to mention he's yeah. back on assignment.
1: He's back on assignment. He's an assignment at
0: Fitz's. (laughs) Yes, it's true. If Fitz's would like to sponsor, let's go. Let's not do that. Hey, guys. uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm uh, glad that uh, we were able to scrape together a show tonight. I know uh, holidays, typically this is a week we've taken off in the past, and I've done my thing, so it's nice to come back with a live show here. And uh, I know a lot of us still have a holiday hangover, but... uh, Man, especially Hangover after last week's show. Good lord!
1: Yeah, yeah, our marathon three-hour show. That was a
0: long <laughs> show, and we were pretty zany
1: that whole time. Well, we were a zany. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were like a '70s cartoon. We're very zany. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was that was a, that was our that was probably our longest show ever. Uh, we were about three or four minutes shy of three hours, so that was uh, we had a good interview though. Went a little longer than we uh, we expected, but that was it was fun. Um, yeah, no, I I had a I had a good Christmas. Um, I and last night I uh, I had a number of beers. So this the, tonight I'm I'm taking it easy with a with a light beer. Um, but I can I can talk about my beer last night for my beer of the episode. To be honest, I'd rather talk about that than the one I have tonight.
0: Okay, what do you have tonight? Yep.
1: Uh, tonight my beer of the show is um, a Bud Light Orange, but I would like to talk about the Schlafly uh, Mexican Chocolate Stout I had last night. Ooh, that does sound was, much better. Ooh, that does sound good. Um, yeah, it it uh, it's it's quite good. Got a little bit of um, what's the word spice to it, kick to it, a little bit, not a lot, but just enough. Uh, the folks at Schlafly did a good job.
0: I've never had that. That's uh, something good. I'll to definitely put on my radar.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you like the stouts, uh, I don't know why you wouldn't like the Mexican uh, chocolate stout from uh, Schlafly. It's good. Cool. I'll
0: check that out. Yep. Yeah, uh, what do you drinking? Yeah, I've I've had a lot of beer the last couple of days. Um <laughs> I was telling you Kurt before the the show started here that um we I have a tradition with my friends every year where old high school friends, guys I played high school hockey with, um we get together the night before Christmas Eve, so festivus as I call it. And uh we As you uh, call it. Yes, you yes. you coined the term that's, festivus, That's right. me. Yep, they got that. That is all you. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh but uh no, <laughs> you they uh,
1: make a shirt or something.
0: Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. We have an airing of grievances. We bring a poll. Actually, we don't those do are, that, unfortunately. Those are
1: such good ideas.
0: Yeah, aren't they? Um, but anyway, no tinsels. distracting. But uh, we uh, so we all get together at a, a rink in St. Charles, even though I'm in South County, a rink we all kind of grew up playing at. Those might be familiar with it. Great skate. Um, and uh, just go out there and. Have a great time. It's funny because this is something we've been doing. I think this was our 11th or 12th year of doing it. And what we do is, you know, literally just squat skate. Everyone's invited, all of our friends. And, um, you know, it's it's a game, but it's very chill. And, yeah, we we've, we've gone two hours before, no problem. This was the first year. We went about an hour and 15 minutes. And we all were like, all right, this is over soon, right? And we all look at the clock and we had 45 minutes left. (laughs) Uh, We're getting old. (laughs) It's getting hard to do this. I'm going to have to cut this down to an hour and a half next year. But uh, the beer doesn't help. So we drink beer and just party the night away. We went and caught the Blues game this year after, since they were in California, and uh, then continued the drinking for Christmas Eve and Christmas. So um, I've had a lot of beer the past couple days, but... One that has been constant for me, I almost feel like this is a beer commercial, is Fat Tire from New Belgium. (laughs) And uh, one of my favorite beers, it's just a good, relaxing beer, it's one I could drink all year long, Um, brewed in Colorado, employee-owned, independent, they call it an Amber Ale, and uh, they don't have anything to describe the beer, except uh, it does say on here... Home of the second place Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> it says it right there.
1: <laughs> That's good to know. I mean, and that is, that is a factual statement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've had, a, I've had a few fat tire in my day. It, uh, it's, it's pretty good. I haven't had it in a long time, though. Um, uh, a couple uh, folks in the YouTube chat, uh, uh, Corey Billingsley says, Any uh, relationship to, um, what's his name? Uh, Peter Billingsley from uh, A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. I'm mean, assuming new, but um he says or, hey, we say hey what about Craig LGBT? Billington. Uh Craig Billington. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's go, blues. Uh Keith Price uh, says kid friendly. Yes. I didn't talk to you about that, Jeff. Uh I promised uh, my family that this was going to be a kid friendly show this evening. Really? So yeah. Well, as far as like the language goes. We, well,
0: we don't have the uh angry and ranting bill day on the show this time we don't so. have
1: the angry elf this week no yeah, that's he's, right. he's, <laughs> <laughs> call the elf um,
0: one more time so yeah <laughs> he's an angry elf
1: <laughs> we uh so yeah we'll uh we'll we'll do our best to make this one uh rather kid-friendly even though one of the topics is not particularly kid-friendly but no we'll, that's I, gonna be difficult uh you know i mean it, it, that's just real life to be honest mm-hmm. i mean that's it's a it's a it's something here on the news but um yeah the, the language will uh we'll we'll uh We'll we'll watch it because uh, I think my uh, my niece uh, apparently tried to watch uh, a time or two. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll kind of go off and we'll say the occasional word that you know shouldn't ought to be said around youngins. So uh, that's uh, we'll, we'll watch it this week. I'll do we'll my best, we can, but I can't. We'll promise what we can anything. Do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if um, and uh, scuba says uh, Merry Christmas and uh, New Year, LGB Radio and Friends back at you, sir.
0: Yes. Happy what are your 2020 plans for, to us all. What are,
1: your, what are your plans for New Year's, Joe?
0: I have nothing. You know I mean? Um, I can't remember what I did last year. Uh, I know two years ago, a buddy of mine had a big party, and that was the last time I drank Fireball. I will never have that again. Last uh, time I drank
1: Fireball was when I found. I found an a, a airline-sized bottle of Fireball at... Uh, at uh, uh, Foundry in Edwardsville. it was it was unopened. It was uh, uh, on the bench. <laughs> I <Nice. laughs> walked in to eat, and it was on the bench, it was unopened. I'm like, hey, free fireball. <laughs> so I had that.
0: Yep, not a fan. So I. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's I, I, you know. I had a rough night like, that night.
1: I'm not. A, I'm, I don't. I don't seek it out.
0: Yeah, um, but uh, I don't really do. I'm, much a, I'm not. I'm not a college girl. Yeah, Which I think exactly. Is typical. <laughs> well, and I mean, I got a, a brother-in-law, um, and I call him Hooge for drinking Fireball all the time. So I don't know if that's a Hooge drink or not, but that's what I associate it with. If he's listening, I'm kidding, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the uh, ad history, uh, at STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, December 26th, 2019 uh, is today's date. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's a, there was a theme with uh, the uh, Blues, St. Louis Blues history tweets today. Uh, the St. Louis Blues played the Chicago Blackhawks 12 straight years on December 26th from 1982 to 1993. The Blues had a record of 8-3 and 1 in those games. And when I saw these tweets, I was like, Yeah, you know what? I remember the Blues used to play the Hawks every year, right for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was a blast. You're on break. You get to, you know, when you're a kid, your your life revolves around hockey. So your whole day is planned around this game. So, okay, I can get this done during the day. I can go play hockey at the park or whatever. And I come back and watch the game. Uh, That was, you know, as a kid, you map out your day like that around the hockey games. At least I did. So um, December 26, 1993, Brendan Shanahan recorded a hat trick as he scored all three St. Louis Blues goals in their 3-2 win over the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, and then December nineteenth, uh, I'm sorry, twenty sixth to nineteen uh, ninety two, December twenty sixth, nineteen ninety two, Murray Barron scores the overtime goal, uh, his first goal of the season in the Blues three to two win over the Chicago Blackhawks.
0: Yeah, that scoring phenom, Murray Barron, look out for him. Uh, <laughs> no, it's funny that you mentioned that. That that actually was part, of kind of my, um, uh, that was always a, a tradition in my family was uh, it seemed like they were always at home, at least in the time I was growing up. I'll have to look back at the schedule to see if that is because I remember almost every year, one of my stocking stuffers was the only thing my dad ever picked out for me. My brother and him, we'd all go to the Blues game uh, the next night. So we always kind of were told, don't plan anything the night after Christmas because we're all going to go to the Blues game. And they played that 26th at home again I think it feels like it was every single year um, and then they I guess in the new collective bargaining agreement this is now yep. a break day uh, part of the holiday break so which it's probably I mean honestly I I know a lot of people saying the NHL should have games on Christmas I I don't know I I, I like watching sports on holidays but at the same time, you know these guys are human. It's nice that David Perron gets to go home uh, to Upper Quebec and see his family. You know it's nice that these guys get to have this break. So I'm uh, I'm all for it. I like it. Um, I miss the day after Christmas games, but whatever. It's just one more day, and almost every team will play on the 27th.
1: You know, um, it's uh, I- I'm fine with. I don't care if the, the players have off the 26th. But I'm just kind of curious as to why they didn't just resume that tradition uh, on the 27th, losing Hawks. Yeah. Just pick. I mean, what's what's the what's the difference? Why why not? I, I mean, they play Winnipeg, which is a division game. It's fine, but it's not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they just played the Hawks, but still, uh, it's uh, I it. And I guess to be fair, the rivalry is not what it was. So because uh, the Hawks uh, are they stink right now. So see that. So I used, I used the word stink. So it is a kid friendly term for wow. this show. Man, you didn't even say <laughs> Already <suck>. already <laughs> altering <you're> right, already <laughs> altering my uh, uh my words. Good for you. Um, wow.
0: This this is going to be the most boring show ever. We've already lost all of our listeners. You know, oh, gonna, my. Gonna, you, <laughs> oh my. Oh uh, my.
1: Yeah, you uh right now for those on YouTube, uh, you can see the uh what I'm holding up the camera right now is a uh Mr. Darren Pang bobblehead from uh, Urban Chestnut Brewery.
0: Did you get that as a gift, or was that uh, I did? No, it was nice. gifts,
1: and it was funny. It's funny after the, you know, um, it, after my comments of uh, about Pang, or I, my, I agreed about comments about Pang. In my comments about Pang it was kind of humorous, but you so know, you I love Darren Pang.
0: Pang. He loves you. It's I love Darren obvious. Pang.
1: I love Darren Pang. I will proudly display his bobblehead. Ah, uh, uh, topics today, uh, Jeremy Roenick was suspended by the, uh, by NBC, uh, for comments he made on spit and chiclets. Um, we'll do our best to make this kid friendly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Good luck. Um,
1: NBC sports on Monday indefinitely suspended hockey analyst, Jeremy Roenick, former Blackhawk and blues, uh, pain in the rear end, mm-hmm. uh, without pay, um, for making inappropriate comments about his coworkers. A spokesman said, and there were both male and female co workers that were comments were made about um, in an appearance Thursday on Barstool Sports Spit and Chicklets uh, podcast. Ronick and the host engaged in a free flowing conversation about Ronick's co workers, Catherine Tappan and Patrick Sharp. Uh, Ronick said, If he, his wife, and Tappan were going, going to bed together, uh, that would be that would really be good, but it's never going to happen. Um, of Sharp, Ronick said, he was so beautiful. <laughs> uh, NBC, through the spokesman, declined to comment further. Uh, Ronick, a former National Hockey League player, couldn't be reached on Monday. He did tweet on Monday, though, and he tweeted, uh, he's tweeted since. I don't think he's tweeted about it at all, though. Wise, probably. Yeah. Uh, Tappan, in his statement, sent uh, through an NBC spokesperson, said the comments were unacceptable. It's good for her. Uh, while Jeremy and I continue to be good friends, what he said was unacceptable, especially among co- uh, workplace co- colleagues. I do not condone his comments, she said. That, you know, because uh, Ronick's wife and Catherine Tappan are like best friends. Yeah. So uh, and they apparently they vacation a lot and from time to time and and you know and, I'm
0: sure this is a joke he has said to her face. Oh yeah, th- it, him. this is
1: this is, this is, comments were made. Um, <clears throat> he talked about on the podcast. He said that during the last vacation, they were on vacation and he walked into, I guess it was the pool with, uh, with, uh, Catherine Tappan and, and his wife. And, uh, the, and I guess he was just hanging around with them and somebody asked him at the pool. I and I think Rona kind of plays it off a lot like they're all together, like they're a threesome mm-hmm. and, uh, jokingly, right? So, uh, and, and apparently, uh, it does. It annoys his wife and Catherine Tappan. They've told him to knock it off a number of times. I don't know how, you know, how playful they were about that or not. It doesn't go into that detail. But um, uh, I, to be honest, I mean, um, what is wrong with Ronick? It, it's a complete no-brainer to suspend him. I, I, I mean, I, I haven't asked your opinion on this, Jeff. We'll see if we disagree or not. But he made he made publicly inappropriate sexual comments toward a coworker. It was completely in, inappropriate and offensive to Catherine Tappan and uh, and women in general, to be honest. Anyone that says, I, I think, you know, says, uh, oh, he's just joking and being a guy, what's the big deal? Um, I think that's uh, kind of out of touch with reality and is part of a major ethical problem in this country right now um, with, with some people. I think it's, um, uh, I'm not going to get political with it, um, but it sounds like something you'd hear when you have, have – pro-Trump people uh, uh, arguing with anti-Trump people uh, oh, with, God. with comments. Oh, God. Gonna I'm just blocked. saying with comments, that are, no, no. with comments that are made, people say, what is, what's the big deal? It's a joke. What's the big deal? They're comments. Um, I think there's that section of a faction of people that, that uh, you know, oh, they're just words. You know, what, who cares? They're just words. Um, but to be honest, I, th- I think uh, that uh, it, is, it is humiliating for Catherine Tappan uh, to uh, have to deal with this. I mean, she's a public figure. Um, it's, it's humiliating enough for people who aren't in the public eye, but now that she has to go on camera now and, uh, well, thankfully not side by side with Roanoke, that'd be really awkward now. Um, I think, um, what do you think, Jeff?
0: I mean, well, Kurt, I know you and I've kind of had this conversation in the past before in private that, you know, we aren't people who really buy into the, uh, I don't know. I'm drawing, drawing a blank of words here, but, um, you know, basically the world's too sensitive. Um and, and I'm don't worry, I'm going somewhere with this. There's too much I think there's way too much political correctness going on. I mean, I've for example, and I and and I'm free, I'm open to talk about this, my son has Down syndrome, and um I've got friends who use the R word constantly. And when I had my son, all of a sudden they trying to start stop they tried to stop themselves, and every time the word would come out, they would look at me in the middle of the group and just say, "Oh, sorry, Jeff." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. I would prefer if you just kept talking like it wasn't a thing, because when you bring attention to it, that's when I start to have a problem with it. You know you shouldn't be saying it, but you're saying it. So if you just said it and then and, and kept going, I don't care. Say whatever you want to say." So especially, you know, if, if I'm having a free conversation with a friend, say whatever you want. And and the reason I say this is because I think there's a lot of times where our political correctness is overshadowing uh, what people are really trying to say. And, and it's it's we're reading too much into it. This is a time, though, where, uh, yeah, Jeremy's wrong. Um, and I hate to say that because. Come on, Kurt. Again, we, you know, and I know women who uh, on the opposite side of it have had a conversation about this kind of stuff. He was joking. He was, he was, and that's why we love podcasts. That's why we love radio. We like to see the side of people and we like them to be free to say what they want to say. But at the same time, there's a line you have to walk. You can't just come on a podcast with with a couple former NHLers, former teammates, whatever, and just say this kind of stuff that you would say behind closed doors to close friends. Or again, like I said, I think he's probably said this to Catherine. Well, and he has, he said this to Catherine to her face, uh, said it to his wife, said it to friends while maybe that's not acceptable. It's something that can at least be handled internally. This is something when you say it in public like this and you say it on a public forum, there's no, it's like you said, no brainer for his employer to say, yeah, that's not OK. You can't say this kind of stuff. And of course, I mean, what do you expect Catherine Tappen to come out and say too? you know, it, oh, Jeremy was just messing around. It's OK, you know, because then that yeah. opens the door for other coworkers <clears throat> to be saying that stuff about her. And she's right. a professional. You know, We, you think about all the women who have had to work so hard to get to the positions there. And we just had uh, uh, Erica Weston last week. That's something I would love to have a conversation with her about is is how different it was for her compared to what a man has gone through because of where she comes from, who she is. Same thing as as Catherine Tappan. I guarantee she's had to work her ass off to get to that spot. She's a hell of a broadcaster. This kind of thing. It just and, and, and also you didn't you left out the right before he said that about her. He made a comment about how she's a professional. She's great. I'd never say anything bad about her. But, and it's right. just, oh, come on, Jeremy, you're, you're completely discrediting everything you're about to, you're, everything you said when you say this kind of thing. And it's just not a good look for Catherine Tappan or NBC.
1: No. And like you said, uh, Rowan did go on to say, he did compliment her quite a bit, um, on about you know her work ethic and, and the quality of, a, of a, a professional that she is, um, at the same time then Ronick uh goes off the rails and is completely unprofessional in his comments towards her. Um <clears throat> so I don't think he really uh her professionalism did not rub off on him apparently. Um yeah and I I uh maybe it's one thing to kind of just talk in general terms about uh women like that uh, without naming names. I uh, to say that oh yeah I'd open with that kind of thing with someone um but to do it with your to make a comment about your coworker on a, a, a widely listened to podcast um, that that I mean you know that's gonna that that's just a I don't know what he's thinking uh, that's completely inappropriate I, I, I don't I'm i at a loss for words on what on what he was thinking he just wasn't thinking and well I, that's and the my, thing and is we talked he was he was joking when I I, I know I'm I, I'm well aware that it was a he was joking. Right. um making fun trying to be funny um but the problem is is that you you cannot make jokes at the expense of other people publicly and not expect backlash i mean if you want to make jokes at your own expense that's different yeah that's, you're putting yourself out there but you're you're dragging someone else into this and you're uh humiliating them or embarrassing them uh, making things uncomfortable and unprofessional with them, and it's just a stupid thing to do. Uh, I, 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 and the, the Sharp thing was just weird, too. Well, again, I, I, I think he's,
0: he's a hockey guy. He he probably knows Sharp pretty well now. Yeah, uh, he does. Given, given their playing days as well as obviously working together now, he's making a joke, and it's, you know, <laughs> I'm going to get some laughs out of the guys here. I'm going to get a laugh out of his audience. He's just not thinking. I mean, yeah, the sharp thing's weird, but again, this is the kind of stuff that hockey players joke about in the locker room, and that was kind of the feel. And I think that's, again, I don't, I'll admit I don't listen to Splitting Chicklets. I have been tempted before, but I refuse to uh, have anything to do with barstool sports, so I distance myself from that entirely. But from what I heard of this show, it is kind of like a locker room talk. Yeah. Not to, it, not to, bring trump into this but the locker room talk mentality is what this show is and so it's again Here, you, you here's want the deal that though you
1: know, here's the the locker room trump uh, the locker room talk that uh that trump was talking about i have we we've been in locker rooms before and and i've, I've talked with guys that you know uh, i've been in locker rooms with i'm like uh, did you guys hear any no. kind of talk like that in a locker room? No, no, you did not ever. That was that is not locker room talk. That's not what's discussed in a locker room. That was way off the rails. Yeah. Um, no, I've, no I've, Ronek, I. I've Ronick. When he said when that, Ronek I remember
0: said, I was like,
1: Yeah, what? that's not locker What, what locker, room locker talk. rooms are he hanging in? <laughs> well, yeah, there is. There, <laughs> he. I don't think Trump. The way he lo- he has never been in a locker room in his life. Uh no. <laughs> He's he hangs out in dressing rooms. That's where he yes. hangs out. Uh,
0: And uh, Rodick, yeah, I I think that it was just a, you know, he thought, okay I'm comfortable here. I can say what I want. And, you know, they're all going to find it funny. And I'm sure that in in the moment, again, I haven't I haven't heard the interview itself, but I'm sure in the moment the guys laughed and it was just, oh, my God, this this guy's being hilarious. But sure. You listen to it later and it's oh, because oh, no, that's
1: because it, to be for spit and chicklets that's ratings you know that's mm. that's good for them uh they love that stuff and that's and and t- to be honest if if we happen you know had the pleasure of having a jeremy roenick on this show and he blurted that out we'd be like wow this is this is going to be great for listeners you know that people yeah. listen to this <laughs> so i mean it I mean, that's yeah, you know, that that's what that's what they were after they're after sound bites and and a good conversation interesting conversation uh, which is what it was it was very interesting um and it was also offensive and and inappropriate, but
0: he just it's it's surprising to me it, as long as he's been in the industry now that that kind of thing comes out now, if this were over the summer and uh I don't know I'm trying to think of it Patrick Kane were to come out in an interview and say, you know oh yeah i would uh you know I wouldn't kick Katherine tapping out of bed Oof. i wouldn't Let's see but I wouldn't be as shocked I would be." Well, oh, my God, that's not right. I hope he gets in trouble. But I wouldn't be as shocked. With Ronick, who's been in the media now for 10 years and works with Cap, Catherine Tappan every day, good friends with her, apparently, you should know better. You yeah, can't say it, that kind of stuff.
1: I mean, if you're really good friends—I mean, if he's really good friends with her, which they, he is, they say they are, um, and you say that kind of thing to each other in private as a joke and you know your audience— i i i mean i guess if i guess that kind of thing is fine if it's fine for both parties and they understand that joking back and forth is that's just the, the level of joking that they do that's fine but yeah the my whole thing is is it's a public statement um it's a it, and that's that is you know whatever and but to be honest I, I, they they said in different articles that they've told him to stop before um when he said it in not, not on the air, but in public settings like it uh, on a vacation or whatever. So um, apparently he does this a lot. He makes the comments about this kind of thing a lot.
0: That's not surprising. Uh, Our friend winning unlimited in uh, the YouTube chat says uh, the world is ready for Brett Hall and NHL network. Uh, I am going to disagree. Yes. No, bring it. (laughs) He was on uh, NBC shortly after he retired. And I mean, maybe that was a while ago, but, he was not good. He was not good at all.
1: <laughs> no, he no, he had his moments, but overall, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't that good. Um I, I, it is. An, I mean, I do like the idea of it. I mean, initially, it was like, oh, Brett Hall. Oh, yeah, I loved hearing Brett Hall make comments and give interviews and and give his two cents because he was kind of Don Cherry and alike, where he just said whatever he wanted, didn't care, didn't care what people thought, and uh, you know, Hall most of the time was bluntly honest and bluntly right. You know, it just was, did it so in a very, uh, straightforward in your face, uh, manner, which rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I personally loved hearing that stuff because it wasn't your canned response from players. And that was fun Certain
0: guys. Just, it doesn't, even though they're, you know, maybe very likable in front of the cameras players, it just doesn't translate well to being an actual on air personality. And I didn't work for hall. um, Keith Jones has made a career of it. I'm not his biggest fan. Uh, I think he gets tongue-tied a lot. And uh, honestly, I thought Jeremy Ronick was going to be one hell of a commentator, and I'm not a fan of his either. So Patrick Sharp does a fantastic job. He does. Love he what does. he does. Dave and he is a former NHLer, and he does a great job.
1: Sharp comes off as really honest and yeah. uh, impartial. Um just, I mean, you, you expect him, you know, one game to, you know, okay, let's see, what he's going to say now, and you're like, oh wow, that was a very honest and uh, mm-hmm. uh, bipartisan take on the game. It was uh, on the, the last period, so it was, it's, it's refreshing to, to not get the sometimes idiocy and arrogancy that uh, 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 not Ronick, uh, what's his name, um, Ronick's uh, nemesis, uh, former Boston coach. Um, uh, on NBC Sports uh
0: Milbury yes no. Milbury yeah Milbury yeah.
1: yeah yeah Milbury um he's you know I, I do like Milbury's comments and, uh, I I have a love hate relationship with Milbury he's uh I, I, I do enjoy his matter of factness but uh he, he says a lot of stupid things too
0: yes he does
1: um so are let's we, see the blue- are we moving on here Let's move on. I mean, all right. So uh,
0: uh, let's let's say it's our Austin Lynch's question, real quick. He says, uh, "What you guys get yesterday? I got a game used and signed Pareco stick. So that's pretty cool." Austin, I hope you passed your finals. By the way, hopefully, studying with <laughs> Let's Go Blues Radio last week worked out for you. <laughs> um, well, I, I you know what's funny is in June, I said, uh, I mean, this was probably the night the Blues won the cup. I said, "Man, I'm I, my Christmas, even though it's six months away." probably going to be all blue Stanley Cup stuff. And I was shocked. I actually didn't get anything. All I got, which I'll stand up and show you. I'm going to raise the mic with is the it your bo- Is it boxers?
1: What are you doing? It's oh. not
0: boxers. It's a Play oh, it's a Gloria shirt, yeah. shirt.
1: That's a nice shirt. Yeah,
0: it says little, St. Louis uh, Hockey little, 2019 Champs.
1: little play icon with the circle for the... Uh, for the O, oh, nice. That looks yeah, good. Yeah, I
0: mean it's a pretty cool shirt. So that's the only thing I got that was kind of Stanley Cup champ related, which shocked me because uh, I really thought that this year. But then again, I told my wife, I'm like, I think it's that I literally bought everything there is to that's, buy for Stanley that's, Cup champ. So nobody yeah. knew what to get me.
1: That's what <laughs> I was wondering too. I'm like, am I going to get something I already bought? Because I bought a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I got a couple of things yesterday that I didn't. Uh, uh that. Um, I this is I'll hold it up to the camera here. It's a uh, oh, it's cool. like a painting, yeah, a frame painting, of uh, the cup and the it looks like the river kind of froze. I guess a sheet of ice, I guess. Uh cup with the arch in the background, the city skyline, and uh, yeah, cup 2019 champs. And then uh, there's this thing, a little bigger. Ooh. It's a it's a framed note with uh, the uh, words in the cup. Words in the shape of a cup, uh, quotes from uh, the broadcast team. Nice. Uh, Where'd you yeah. get
0: that? Where'd they pick that up? That's nice. Uh, uh, Amy
1: actually made this one. She, uh, this nice frame too. It's really cool. Amy, like listener little. of the show, by the way. Amy, listener to the show. Amy, yeah. She, uh, yeah. So she made that. It was turned out pretty nice. And I think she bought the other one.
0: Well, I uh, tell you what. If um, any other listeners of the show would like to make us stuff. Go right ahead. <laughs> Message me privately, and I'll give you our addresses. And then I, like I said, I showed the uh, Darren
1: Pang bobblehead, which I got as well. So there we That's go. That's Pretty
0: cool. Yeah, this was yeah. Uh, one of my presents from my friend in New Jersey. He uh, sent it out to me, and I thought, oh man, the only person who got me anything was a Lightning fan living in New Jersey. Kind of odd. Hmm. Yeah, there's stuff I got. Like I got. Uh, well, I guess I'll hold this up real quick. If you, since you're asking, Austin. I got a 360 camera which is pretty sweet. It's huh, uh, it has lenses saw, on have, both sides.
1: Nice. I saw a picture of that on uh, Facebook, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's uh records video and and um and pictures in 3D in um sorry in uh, 360. So uh it's kind of cool. I I enjoyed that. It's uh kind of cool to kind of set the camera in the middle of the living room last night at my mom's house when all the kids are opening presents and literally got all of them in the same video so that's uh, that's pretty cool.
1: Hmm. I also got a uh, a hockey puck bottle opener too. Nice. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. And a, oh, I did get a, a, a my uh, uh, my work friends and I uh we did a uh, secret santa an, an AliExpress secret santa so you had twenty bucks to spend, and you had to buy everything from AliExpress and ship it directly to the recipient. So that was uh so basically it was a a counterfeit Christmas.
0: That's that's awesome. <laughs> Tell me that's what um, you call it.
1: Uh, no, well it's 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 uh, AliExpress uh, Secret Santa, but I I did kind of halfway coin it uh, counterfeit Christmas. <laughs> That'd
0: be your and hashtag.
1: I, I I got a I got a uh, what's a rib means. Uh, shirt, um, and uh, the hockey puck uh, bottle over. I'm not sure if anything else is coming or not, or if that maxed out the 20 bucks or not. But I did. Uh,
0: I did also get some hockey equipment since I'm the lone continued player of the panel. Um, I uh, I got some gloves, some shin guards, and a brand new bag as well. Um, hmm. So that was uh, pretty cool. Um, always enjoy new hockey equipment because God knows you know you can never. Spend it on yourself and really feel justified that you deserve it.
1: My problem with stuff is that when I when I need something, I buy it. I don't wait. I don't. Yeah, I don't wait and I'm say, waiting. "Oh, I'll ask for it for Christmas next month." But no, if I if I need something, I want something. I just go out and get it. And then people ask me, you know, "Oh, well, what do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, I don't know. I buy what I want. <laughs> yeah. I don't, there's nothing sitting out there that I really want. I just I just buy it when I need it.
0: Winning Unlimited Sorry. at uh, Woot, and I'm guessing that means for the hockey equipment, because every now and then, me and that gentleman play hockey together. Uh, uh, Austin Lynch adds, uh, I passed all my finals, and I passed my driving test with a 94%. Congratulations, Austin. That's awesome. Um, 94%, that's a great number. That is my hockey number. So it was a sign that you were meant to listen to Let's Go Blues Radio.
1: Um, what is the, what is the, the worst grade you can get and still pass a driving test?
0: 70, right?
1: I have no idea. That's I think I
0: 70. I think it was at least when we were getting our licenses.
1: That seems like uh, a lot. Miss 30% and still be able to go on the road.
0: I could be wrong on that. I'm not sure.
1: So, I mean, you would think that, I mean, putting, taking other people's lives in your hands would be, you'd need to be like 95% range, 90, not, uh, not over 90.
0: I know so. that uh, I took the test three times. Uh, the first time I passed, I think he said I was two points off. Second time, I didn't even uh, get to the parallel parking spot before the lady was just like, okay, just go ahead and go park. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. Third time, passed with 100%. <laughs> so what do you know? Huh. And uh, Austin Lynch says, yes, 70. That seems low. I mean,
1: it's, it's, it's not math. You know, I mean, or you got to figure mean, if know, it adds science.
0: up. I think it's out of 100 points, and you take off. one I know, point for turning on their signal too early. And I don't know, I, I don't know how it works. I
1: don't know. I just, I'm just thinking of, you know, a bunch of 16 year old kids out there. I feel like that's like an old man.
0: <laughs> if you work at a uh, DMV, uh, please write in, let us know about how uh, how that grading system works.
1: To be honest, the driving test is pretty easy. I mean, you're basically given the answers beforehand. You just need to memorize them. And you know the questions beforehand. That's the permit test, yes. So the uh, the actual driving test, right. The driving test, I
0: imagine, is what he's talking about because he just turned 16. That's
1: true. That's true.
0: Yeah. The average is like 87, he says.
1: Which I would hope it's up around 90. That'd be nice.
0: Hmm. uh okay. squirrely dan draheim who is uh, an ohio guy at least he lives in ohio uh for school my roommate who is a ducks fan got me tickets to the blues preds game on february 15th it'll be my first time going to a home game very excited that's awesome very cool dan uh when you're in town let us know maybe uh we can meet you before the game for a beer at center ice or something
1: yeah gotta go to center ice ride the shuttle that's the yep. way to go free parking yeah
0: for those of you who may be going to your first game this year and don't know about it, go to Center Ice Brewery in Midtown, get yourself a beer, get there about an hour before the game, at least, and uh you get a ticket to half. ride the Yeah. You get a ticket to ride the shuttle. You you put your name on the list for the time you want to go, and it it's a free shuttle. It takes you down to the blues game and then it's a free it takes, shuttle,
1: but they do they do ask that you buy a beer first. Yeah, right. You exactly. Get the yeah, right, it's it's right. a beer.
0: But also think of it this way too, you know, if if you got a buddy who owes you a beer, have them buy two beers. And then all of a sudden both of you get on the shuttle. So uh yeah, it's um it's a nice little setup. And and like I said, they they pick up at the same location, drop you back off at center ice. Nice safe way to get down to the blues game, not worry about parking your car uh and not remembering where it's at. Um very nice service that center ice provides.
1: Uh, the Blues have won six straight games. You want to talk about the Blues uh, uh, I mean, games now? Yes. Let me talk about the Blues now.
0: I really didn't want to. Uh, I
1: mean, we can. I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about a good team, we can talk about a good team.
0: Can we talk about like the Springfield Falcons instead and, and how they're going to be the yeah. Springfield Isotopes? Have you seen that?
1: No, I have not seen that.
0: I believe it's the Springfield Falcons, the AHL. They're going to have a uh, Simpsons night. That's funny. And okay. they're going to be the Isotopes. Um, for like just one night right for one night yeah they're changing their okay. name for the one night to be the springfield isotopes and they're going to have isotopes jerseys um i, I can't remember I'll, I'll try to tweet a picture of it out now but it's got a, a donut in the middle like one of homer's favorites and nice. it's it's perfect beautiful it made its rounds on twitter and facebook so hockey teams want to promote themselves that's how you do it springfield did it perfectly
1: uh, since losing three straight to Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Buffalo, being outscored 13-4 in those games and not playing their best hockey by a long shot, the Blues have gone 6-0-0, beating uh, Vegas, Chicago, Colorado, Edmonton, San Jose, and L.A., outscoring them 24-11, to uh, which is an average of four goals for, and uh, 1.83 goals against per game, which is uh, fantastic. Um, on Monday night, the Blues beat the Kings 4-1, to uh, scoring four goals in the first 12 21 of the period. Uh, the four goals themselves were scored seven minutes and 30 seconds apart. Um, it felt like everything was going in for a while um, <laughs> um, and this game kind of uh, was over early. Um, Shen scored his 16th of the season 451 into the game deflected by deflected uh, by quickoff King's defenseman uh, Sean Walker's stick. Uh, this came after a faceoff win in the offensive zone, which was a theme in the first period. Uh, Schwartz scored his 11th of the season. On yeah, this Power was.
0: Blitz. Oh, I was going to say this, this whole game. I mean, especially in the first period here going into the game. I mean, there's the very first play. The Blues skate it down and get a very good chance on goal. And you thought, okay, um, this is, uh, this is interesting. Uh, we'll see how they do the rest of the time. It just felt like the Kings. I mean, I know that they are a bad team right now. But it seemed like they were completely disinterested in this game, at least to start. They looked so off, and the Blues just—the Blues just came at them because they were just this team's not playing defense on us, guys. Just keep going, and it showed the, early. I mean, I they the had Kings looked like the Kings go in. Yeah, the I Kings.
1: guess they just looked at the King. I mean, they're the last. They had a the chance West. early I
0: mean, on. I don't remember where it was. I think it was maybe when the Blues are up two nothing, where uh, O'Reilly hit the post uh mm-hmm. far post on the shot and then um somebody crashed in with the rebound and quick had to slide over and make a really nice save and there was just no kings around to do anything and it was just it's kind what of the theme tonight the too yeah, it's yeah. kind of the theme
1: uh so blues are up one nothing and Schwartz scored his 11th of the season on the power play just 12 seconds after Shen's goal uh, to put the Blues up 2-0 uh, again after another offensive zone faceoff win, uh, Petrangelo lets a rocket go that uh, Schwartz tips by quick in front. Uh, he takes another goal away from Petrangelo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of a theme of the season right now, it seems.
1: I know uh, Petrangelo could have about four or five more goals <laughs> if not for <laughs> some deflections in front. But you know that's kind of that's kind of the game plan. You know, you crash the net, make shots tipable, and see what happens.
0: Yeah, Petro's putting it right where he needs to put it. I mean, I'll I'll tell you right now, as a defenseman, granted, I know I'm just men's league, but when I score a goal off a teammate, I'm just as happy as when I score a goal because, hey, the team's up. The team just scored, so that's all that matters. And, I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, nine times out of ten, when I'm shooting and I got a guy in front, I'm shooting it at my teammate, at his stick, at his skate, whatever I can, instead of shooting it at the goal. And I think a lot of these defensemen do that because, again, they don't care if they score. They just want to get a goal on the board.
1: Uh, Dunn scores his uh, sixth of the season, less than five minutes later. And uh, this was turning into a laugh early yet. Yet another offensive zone faceoff win for the Blues. Dunn takes the puck from the point uh, off the faceoff win to the corner, around the back of the net, curls out in front. No, the king's fallen down. No one's covering him. Um, <laughs> Curls out in front into the slot and beats quick stick side. Clifford actually on this play had the option. He was uh, on the right side uh, uh, near near boards, had the option of cutting off Dunn as he was coming out of the corner, but decided to. He looked at him, decided to uh, cover the point man instead, and uh, gave Dunn a lane to the slot uh, where he buried it. And, and you know, uh, Clifford tried to. When he realized what Dunn was doing, he tried to catch up to him and, and take a swipe at him, but he he couldn't get him in. And then Dunn beats Quick. And then it's like, I was like, this is, I mean, if I was a Kings fan, I'd be like just throwing my hands up. Like, what's going on? It's like Keystone Cops.
0: Did you notice that right after that goal, uh, they flashed over to Todd McClellan and he was losing his shit? Sorry. Oh, man, <laughs> he I called, broke the kid's streak. Uh, he called he the timeout. Well, he was losing his mind. He was yelling. And at first I thought, okay, was there like a missed penalty or something like When he's that mad, it's typically towards the refs or the other team. But I think it was because, like you said, uh, you had uh, Laffle falling behind the net. Clifford is choosing to not play defense, basically. And I think he was just, what is going on here? Like, you know, I get that the Blues are the Stanley Cup champ defending champs. But my God, we're better than this. I mean this uh, are they? <laughs> this was some of the worst are hockey they? I've seen a team come out with in years. And we're talking back to the Blues last year when they started the season. They were bad, but my god. I mean this this looks like a hustle league team. This is a an adult league men's team. Those guys were look like they were drinking on the bench. I mean, yeah. they were ready for Christmas break, I guess. That was horrible.
1: Uh Shen scored again a minute later. Uh, his seventeenth of the season on a uh, misplay by Dowdy. Uh I, I I which I don't I, I don't I mean I, I I saw this on the replay. I'm not sure if this was you know talked about. maybe it was and I missed it. Um if not it should have been. Uh Perron shoots the puck down the ice uh from the blue zone end uh, in the air. Uh it's a dump in play where he he's he throws it on the ice. Um it would have been icing had the Kings got to it first, but you know the blues are you know, shooting guys in there and uh, they're trying to get to it first, but uh, Doughty tries to glove it down, and it goes. he, he just misses it. It kind of goes off his glove, and uh, and then the puck drops behind him, and then Petrangelo and Shen come down 2-1-0 because they just blew right by the Kings defense where were standing flat-footed. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's and, the uh, thing, again, too, with, with the, the Kings defense is that they stand three guys at least on the blue line every break-in, and it's done to basically prevent teams from just flying in unattested Uncontested, um, and getting a chance like that, but then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. the Blues just skated all three guys at him, and well, the two guys at him, and went right past him. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a blown play by by Doughty, but again, just how how do you let two guys just go by you like that, and you just stay there flat footed and yeah, you know, easy break in for Shen and Petrangelo.
1: You know, the Blues went through this last year. Um, now, I'm not saying the Kings are the Blues of of this year, but, uh, you know, the, the Blues just had everything going wrong for mm-hmm. a, the first chunk of the season last year. I mean, it, everything that could go wrong did. You know, they weren't getting the goals scoring The the defensive uh, zone lapses were terrible. The goaltending was atrocious. Um, nothing was going right, and they were playing terrible hockey. So, I mean, it I get it. I mean, We've seen it. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's happened to the blues before. And I mean, you know, it's, it's a shame that, uh, you know, the Kings had their, their glory days and now these are kind of paying for their, their success with the, with the play of this team right now. Um, Petrangelo feeds Shan on the back door after that, after that play. And it's a perfectly executed to two on O. I mean, you couldn't, I mean, you know, quick's got to take the shooter, right? I mean, he's well, two on zero. What do you do? Um, but, uh, Perfect pass across to Shen, and Shen just kind of flips it over, you know, open side. So two, four, nothing. Kings notch their only goal of the game late in the first and a power play by uh, Alex uh, uh, his Iafalo. His sixth of I believe. Iafalo, yeah, Iafalo. Uh, his sixth of the season. Uh, real nice deflection in the slot on the point shot from Doughty, uh, deflecting the puck down and by Bennington. Um, and that was all the scoring in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you would have thought this would have been like a, you know, an eight to two game. But, yep. uh, no, it, it was just 4-1, to one and that was it, which was fine. Uh, Bennington stopped 29-30. Blues were 2-for-2 two two in the power play. Shen had two goals. Perron and Patrangelo had two assists. Uh, Dunn had a goal and an assist. Uh, Quick stopped 24-28. Uh, always nice to put some pucks by Quick after the uh, issues the Blues had with the Kings in the playoffs a number of years ago. Yep. I, I'm never going to – I mean, as long as Quick is in the league, I'm never going to forget the issues we had on scoring on him uh, for a few years there.
0: Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I was going to ask you if you still kind of feel uh, good, I hold grudges. <laughs> yeah, about beating the Kings, and I do. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. And and you know, you, I look at the Red Wings now, and it just personally, when I play them, when the Blues play them, it's okay. I I want to see the Blues beat them, and I know that it has nothing to do with the current players on the roster. So it's only like a little thing on me to say, oh yeah, watching the Blues beat the Red Wings with the Kings. A lot of those guys are still left, so. I really want the Blues to beat them into the ground. So it's okay. it's nice to see, like you said, especially putting a four spot on Quick, Dowdy being a part of, of the problem there in, in uh, the fourth goal, and then guys like Kyle Clifford, Dustin Brown, all those guys are still on the team, just all bowing their heads in shame because they are just the the get well soon card for the NHL right now
1: uh winning Unlimited uh says the uh the Kings permanently separated uh from Kovalchuk which we should actually talk about. Uh I don't have it on the list here but it's a good point. Yeah. Uh a 26-year-old Kovalchuk was going to cost five round draft picks if signed uh an RFA. Uh I mean 36-year-old. 26-year-old. 26-year-old Kovalchuk. Yeah. Anyway. Um yeah, so that that's a that's an interesting thing because uh I remember when he came back I was like, "Oh yeah, let's you know, and the Blues were apparently interested, and he didn't want to come here. And I was like, "Oh man!" And then all of a sudden, I see what he was demanding and what he got, and I'm like, "Oh, thank God we didn't yeah. sign him because that's ridiculous for him." I was interested in him for you know something cheap if he wanted to play here, um, but yeah, that, that the Kings got the Kings were put over a barrel on that uh, deal. Yeah, they, they, got, it, they got. And what I love
0: is the the comments that are coming out now that. Uh, Kovalchuk only wants to sign with a contender, and my response to that is, yeah, so do I. Let's see how close <laughs> that gets me. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I, I get players late in their careers; they want to they want to play for a winner. I get it, but I mean, it, you I, you you need to be good uh, yeah. to I mean to kind of make that demand. If if you're not good, I mean, then where do you get off? You know. So I that's uh, that's I don't know. And we talked about this last week. Did we talk about this? Where if he played for. If he signs some for him for league minimum or a million bucks or something, uh, uh, I'd be interested in that for uh, just giving him a shot as a as a you know uh, give him a chance, two way contract or something.
0: Yeah, I'd be fine with that. But again, I I think he's still looking for a big deal, and it and I know his uh, I don't I don't
1: I don't know how it's going to happen.
0: I know his mindset, you know, just kind of the player that he's is and the guy he is is probably well. I'm still scoring goals. It's like. Yeah, but you're not doing anything else. Literally anything else. You are a hazard to put on the rink, uh, because you do not back check at all and you're not even that fast anymore. What's his uh
1: what's his what are his stats this year?
0: Uh, got, I know he started uh, off pretty pretty sound, but I think he trailed he's got off pretty Three quick.
1: goals, three goals, six assists, nine points, and uh, seventeen games played as a minus ten on a bad team. Yeah. So I mean I mean yeah I mean I, I don't know I, I like I said I would again if I I guess you could look at it this way if you're if you're going to be interested in Kovalchuk for the league minimum um, why wouldn't you just keep Fabry?
0: Yeah, that's true. Because I mean if, Fabry. if
1: if Kovalchuk uh, doesn't do much of anything besides score, you know that was the knock. I mean that's what people were saying the knock on Fabry was that oh he had defensive issues. Uh, so
0: I mean, what? Why, why would? Yeah, I, I, would it, I would. take Fabry a million times over Kovalchuk.
1: Going, going, going. Trying to sign Kovalchuk for under a million or whatever it would be, or yeah, like you say, he probably wouldn't do that. But if we did do that, um, that would almost uh, lead me to believe that um, the they didn't think they should have got rid of Fabry. Maybe I don't know. Like they're trying to make up for that.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I'd, I don't know. I don't see him. I mean, I think he'll sign somewhere, but I don't think it's going to be St. Louis. We'll see. Um, You never know. I could see a team. Now, if there's another injury maybe, but I could see a team like, I don't know. I just don't see like a true, true contender going after him. I could see maybe like, you think so? Yeah. I could uh, see like for For
1: cheap? For cheap? Yeah. Especially later in the year. I don't know. I think so.
0: I feel more like a like a faux contender, like a Buffalo or a Calgary. I could see a team like that signing him. I don't know about like the true contender uh, teams, unless I there's an injury.
1: I don't think Kovalchuk signs with Buffalo unless it's for more than what I mean. It's just money wise. it's a money thing. I don't think he's going to go there. Think he's going to win? I mean, he. I mean, by saying he wants to win, he probably thinks he he wants a shot at the cup, right? I mean, that's what that means. So, I mean. That's a handful of teams right now. I don't know. I mean, if that's what he's saying, if he wants to play for a winner,
0: yeah. But will he get that opportunity? Is what I'm asking. You appear that you think he will. I don't think he will.
1: I think he will. I think he will. I think. I think. I think somebody will sign him for for cheap.
0: We'll see. We'll see.
1: If it's to a contender, it's for cheap. If it's not a contender, it's not cheap.
0: Hmm.
1: I'll say that. Um, The uh, Winter Classic. It's coming up: Nashville Predators versus the Dallas Stars on January first, two thousand twenty, at the Cotton Bowl. Um, the uh, Stars had a horrendous start to the initial season. Uh, they've turned things around uh, mightily and started playing like the team we all thought they could be. Then they fired Jim Montgomery, and uh, in the last ten games, have gone five, four, and one. So they've cooled down a little bit. Um, Nashville starting to gain some traction recently after beating the Blues twice in late November. Uh, since then, they've gone 9-3-3, uh, three, and three, and uh, including then, uh, those two games. They've gone 9-3-3 three, three, and have now pulled within two points of Dallas in the standings and one point out of the second wild-card spot, but uh, 12 points behind the division and conference-leading Blues. So, Jeff, the outdoor games have certainly lost their luster, but uh, I still watch them. Um, or I put I, I put them on the background. When I, yeah, and, I was going to uh,
0: say, it's not like I'm sitting there for a, a Blues Avalanche Saturday afternoon game. You know, this is a game that I'll turn on and I'll do something else while it's on.
1: Yeah, I do too. I, it's going to be on the TV and I'll I'll sit down and watch it for a while, get up, do something else. I'll be on the background. Maybe I'll be doing something on the computer and it'll be on in the in my office uh, on the TV. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I enjoy them. I, they're fun. I just, you know, I, they're, they're not the novel, they're not the novelty they once were. They They have... Too many each year, and, you know, the luster's gone. And I'll it. say, it's, though, it's still fun. I, th-
0: I think I will pay a little bit closer attention to this one. One being because I used to live in Dallas, and I have uh, been to the Cotton Bowl before uh, for the Texas State Fair, which was interesting. And, uh, you know, seeing that at a as a spot for hockey is definitely something that uh, interests me. So I'll pay attention for that reason, but also because I... <sighs> I actually care about this game to a certain extent. These are two division teams. It's not mm -hmm. New York and Philadelphia. It's not Pittsburgh and Washington. It's two teams that are in our division that uh, are kind of, sort of chasing the blues. Uh, You mentioned the sputtering here of Dallas. Uh, Rick Bonus is that their coach now, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a former NHL coach. We'll see if he can get them back on track. But, um, Nashville, as you said, is has turned it on. This could be a very good game. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'll, I'm guessing this is what I'll do because I've done this before. I'll get really excited. I'll watch the pregame. I'll watch the first period. And then something will come up in the first intermission. And I'll start doing something else. And I'll completely lose interest and just kind of watch it in the background.
1: Austin Lynch says in the YouTube chat, uh, so how is the Winter Classic going to uh... – going to be cuz it's going to be like 70 during the winter classic and i this question comes up a lot and it came up when the blues hosted uh before be, you know before they knew what the weather's going to be like um and about oh it might be too warm the the ice technology that i mean they've had games in you know in las vegas before in the in the desert um they've they 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 don't need freezing temperatures they don't need it to be um you know, the sun is more of a problem than the temperature itself. They always say that. Um, if you got the sun out, then that can cause puddles on the ice uh, to some degree. But if it's um, if it's just warm and cloudy, that's usually not a problem. Uh, but uh,
0: yeah, I want but- to say it was Pittsburgh a couple of years ago that they it was cold. It was like in the thirties, but the, there was no clouds in the sky, and they had to push the game back to night. Like it was like a six o'clock start as opposed to like a noon start because mm-hmm. they were afraid that there was going to be too many puddles on the ice. So it's more of a sun factor for sure than it is a temperature factor.
1: Yeah. And I the, the glare with the sun, too, is a problem with the players sometimes uh, if it's yep. if it's sunny. So uh, and, and they do have the option of pushing the game back too to the evening. That's yep. yeah. So it's and it's, it, always, it was always funny because that, that people always ask that question if it's going to be an outdoor game and the weather's not going to be, you know, if it's going to be in the 40s or 50s or 60s. It's like, oh, my gosh, is the ice going to melt? And no, it's not. It doesn't Rain work that way, really. Rain
0: and sun are honestly the worst things for an outdoor game. Yeah,
1: yeah rain's terrible. It's uh, not heat. I,
0: um, it's the, I don't know if you remember the stadium series a couple years ago that the, I think it was the Kings hosted the Sharks. That, I watched that game and... Honestly, that was the best ice I have seen in a winter classic game. They the way that it, I mean it was sixty degrees outside. There was no sun. It was at night, and there was no rain, nothing like that. And everybody was worried. Oh my god, sixty degrees. The ice is gonna melt. The ice was fantastic. It looked like an indoor game being played outside.
1: They, I mean, it's a refrigeration system they use, and the i the actual the liquid they use for ice. In initial arenas, it doesn't, it's, it's got a higher, uh, higher melting point than uh, uh, regular ice. So it, it, it doesn't melt until it gets to be, what does I mean? It has to be, I don't know, it's like 40 or something like that before it'll melt, uh, like in initial arenas. Something like that. It, it, it doesn't melt at thirty two, thirty three 33 degrees like, you know, water does outside. Um, so, oh, did uh, did you see what the NHL uh, tweeted out, Jeff? I I read, I kind of commented on this on Twitter, and it, they they said the best best jersey, a Winter Classic all time. Yeah, and, and the they Blues have, weren't even listed. They have ten jerseys listed, and the the Blues aren't even aren't even on there. And I thought it was pretty. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I, I the the Blues jerseys were the best ones they've ever had. I, those
0: I mean, and I think the baby blue Penguins, which I've mentioned, those were before, good too. Those were excellent. Those are my two favorite for the Winter Classic we've seen. Yeah,
1: they've got these the ugly black and white Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. Well, not yeah. ugly, but the you know the black the 19 uh, 2019 or 1919 Blackhawks jerseys. Uh, I'm sorry, 2019 Black jerseys, 2019 Boston Bruins. Uh, this year's stars, which is not great. Yeah, why, up why, there. why are those up there? No, that's stupid. Because um,
0: they're promoting the game. That's the only.
1: Maybe, reason. but then why isn't the uh, Nationals on there too? It's, uh, that, that, and that's a terrible. I don't okay. The Red Wings one's fine. I like that one. Um, the the hat. I don't even like the Canadians one. To be honest, it's it's not a good design. Uh, the red H on the blue background's hard to read. Um, let's see. The Rangers jersey doesn't look that much different than. than their other jerseys. Uh, Pittsburgh's is good. Uh, Maple Leafs, uh, eh, not a whole lot different. I guess they made some changes. And the Capitals, that's kind of cool. But, I mean, yeah, the Blues should be on there. I mean, my God. I don't get that For those of
0: you listening to the podcast or listening to the live show right now, I just tweeted this out, uh, this image that Kurt is going off of. So uh, if you want to check out exactly what he's talking about, uh yeah the um yeah I don't know um again the 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 Penguins baby blue I think those were nice I actually I know the Rangers one is similar I actually like that color blue so I'm a little more partial to that Starker. one but the Red Wings one's cool Predators one's terrible Stars one's terrible yeah. not a fan of the Canadians one Maple Leafs one is not too different from their current jerseys Meh on the Capitals. Do not like the Blackhawks, that no. nineteen jersey. Just not a fan. Um, but I will say, you know, uh, I think, and I think they even did a poll on ESPN. I, I could be completely mm-hmm. making this up. A couple of years ago, of what the best looking third jersey or Winter Classic jersey was, and it was blues and and baby blue Penguins jerseys. Yeah, it was, and it was a clear winner for both. So shocked they didn't I I shouldn't even say shocked it's, it's, it's,
1: I mean it's cuz two
0: <coughs> of the spots are going to be the two teams that are playing uh, coming up and then you've got to have your original six teams and you got to have your Capitals you got to have your Penguins you got to have your well Blackhawks obviously uh You got to have yeah. your Capitals?
1: Why? Why?
0: Cuz of Ovechkin baby. Yeah. Okay. They're cup winners, right. you know, and and they're a so cup. The blues. Winning, they're a cup winning team that that everyone cares about, because they're not mm. in the middle of the country.
1: How about that Oshie hit of the night? You saw that, right?
0: Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, what do <sighs> you think?
1: I loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it I mean, it was on uh, uh, was on Krug. It was on uh, 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 who was it on? Who did he hit?
0: Oh, um,
1: because um, uh, Krug hit Thomas in the final, but this was on. Uh, shoot anyway i thought i i thought it was it was vicious but it was great it was clean i thought it was clean um it's unfortunate that uh whoever it was uh, was uh kind of stumbling and charlie mcavoy mcavoy yeah um it's unfortunate he was kind of stumbling forward and uh was really just when he got that hit he got destroyed he had no leverage on the on the play so um I mean, you know, I don't think it was to his head. Uh, Oshie's shoulder was down, um, and it uh, didn't leave his feet and didn't launch into
0: him. I thought it was a great hit.
1: I mean, it was Not much that was more cleaner much cleaner than uh, Krug's hit on Thomas, I thought. I mean, I thought that was a charge all the way, but still.
0: Yeah, I know I disagree with you guys on, on a little bit on the uh, Krug hit, but I will say I think Oshie's hit. If you're going to argue about Krug uh, being a clean or a dirty hit, Oh, she's hit doesn't even register in the same ballpark. That was a beautiful hit.
1: Oh, it was. I mean, that's what hockey's all. I mean, that's hockey is a violent game. And it's funny because the, the, it happened to a Boston player, McAvoy. Mm. And uh, so Boston fans are outraged, right? Yep. And the same Throw fans out that of were, This doesn't belong. Yeah, the same fans that were uh, uh, triumphing uh, 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 Krug's hit on Thomas in the final, which, you know, you, you can't do that. I mean, I, well, I'm okay, you can. It's uh, it's called being a biased sports fan, is what you I mean, you are not you're not objective at all with there. It's just I mean, whatever.
0: Um, I, I wonder if David Backus, after the game was sitting in the locker room saying, Well, I know if that was me, I'd be suspended. <laughs> that was one of the most ridiculous calls Oh, about Marshand?
1: Yeah, Marshand oh, if it was Marshand be suspended. No. I, I gotten away with an awful lot and has not Get been suspended. Out of here. I, I'm not I'm not sure where people uh, come up with that. I mean uh, yeah yeah yeah, how many? Uh, I mean he's been suspended but how many times? Yeah. Has Marsh been suspended? Not near as many as he should but
0: Uh so we got a couple comments that we'll mention here. Um a lot of chatter going on tonight, which again guys, we always appreciate. Uh Keith Price says this will be the lowest ratings ever for the Winter Classic. Uh we'll see. Uh, I just I I, I uh maybe um I think but, and he says uh, because science. I think he might just be messing with us.
1: No, he said because science because the ice thing, I think. Oh. The ice okay. temperature thing. But yeah, I, I and I m I, he made a comment the other day about the about being the worst ratings. I, and I I get where he's coming from because I don't think he uh he thinks a lot of people will care about, you know, Nashville and Dallas, but I think it could be a good game. I really do.
0: I think it'll we'll I see. think it'll be fine. I think it's not like we'll gonna be anything. What was it? The Flyers Rangers a couple of years ago was like ridiculously lowly rated. I think it's because people are just tired of seeing those teams. So maybe you'll have people tune in just because they'll be like, whoa, two teams that are never broadcast nationally. Uh, We got uh, Willie adds the blues parade was insane. So, yeah, (laughs) we agree. (laughs) Uh, Keith adds uh, Kurt went to ice college. Not sure what that means. Is that an inside Uh joke?
1: It's it's a, it's a playoff of uh, the uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, your mom oh, went to college.
0: That's right. Okay. I assume. Uh, jo- Josh Webster says, who else isn't sad? Jeremy Roenick was fired. I don't think he was fired, right? Unless No, he's not fired. News. He was suspended indefinitely suspended, right definitely. now. Yeah, he's which not fired.
1: I'm, I'm curious to see how he's going to come back, though. How do you come back from that?
0: I don't
1: how, know. How, how do you... I don't know. I just... He won't be on the air side-by-side side with Captain Tappan ever again, I don't think. They can't have – that would be awkward and weird.
0: Want to have it would, take, uh, add, it would take people out of the broadcast. I want to add that uh, Joshua Webster did correct himself, I'm seeing later in the chat, suspended indefinitely. Uh, Austin Lynch says, was Buffalo on that list? They were not. He says that one was amazing. Uh, blues, Penn's Baby Blue, and Buffalo were his favorites. Uh, Buffalo did have a good one. I like that one from the – wasn't that the original winter classic?
1: Yeah, the very first one in, yep. uh, yeah, in Buffalo's uh, the, the Buffalo Stadium football stadium Bills right. Yep. I'm gonna look up Buffalo Bills Winter Classic jersey because I am drawing a blank.
0: Buffalo Bills. did not look but... like a lot.
1: A lot like their. Uh... Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah that 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 blue is different, right? Yep.
0: No, yeah. that's a, that that's is pretty... a beautiful jersey though.
1: <clears throat> that's that's slick looking. I like that a lot. It doesn't. Yeah. And it's again, it's not. Entirely different than their, I mean, the stripes are different, and uh, the blue is different. I like that blue.
0: Add in the hat that uh, Ryan Miller put over his helmet. Yeah. Was even more yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Crosby scores because of the snow on the ice. Yep. I reckon. Uh, Roenick is vacationing in Portugal. I thought he was vacationing in Portugal. That's what Willie said in the YouTube chat. I thought he was vacation in Portugal, and that's where the comments uh, were made towards uh, the the comment from the a vacation goer that made a comment towards Ronick about the two women he was with, his wife mm. and Catherine Tappan. I thought that's what that was.
0: I'm not sure. Maybe.
1: Maybe it's still there. I don't know. Oh, next up for the Blues, we've got um, let's see. Oh, st- I'm sorry, I skipped over the stats. We've won uh, the Blues have won six straight games. Uh, Coming up on the halfway mark of the season, uh, we've played 38 games. We're uh, 24-8-6 for 54 points. We are first in the Central, five points up on Colorado. We are first in the West, also five points up on Colorado. Second-best record in the NHL, trailing Washington. Uh, They have 57 points, Uh, so we're three points behind them. Same amount of games played. Uh, Dallas is the only team in the West that has allowed fewer goals than the Blues, uh, 97. Blues have allowed 99. Uh, Again, same amount of games played. Next up for the Blues, Not uh, Winnipeg. Not bad at all. No, no, no. I you, I mean, if, if anybody expected a Stanley Cup hangover with this team, I mean, we had the three-game losing streak, but I think I commented. And we, uh, had, the, we
0: had the blown leads early in the season that, that yeah, kind of bothered blo- us.
1: Yeah, blown leads were annoying, um, and they have fixed that. Um, and uh, the three-game losing streak, I think uh, Dan Buffett said something on Twitter about uh, the three-game losing streak, and I was like, I'm like, Ebb's and flows, man. That's just. I that's. Mean, you're gonna lose a couple here. You're gonna lose a couple there in the season. You lose three in a row. It's not anything to be concerned about, but uh, necessarily. Well, and I think the, so. the
0: key to that too is how did they look in those losses? Did they look defeated? Did they look it, like they had given up? And even I Even if think they they really did.
1: Even if they did. Even if they did look bad in three games, it's three games, and, and I mean, and they. Uh, it, it all depends on how they play after the fact. Did they lose three in a row? and also you know 13 of 17 you know uh, or did they lose three in a row and then rebound to win six in a row which they did yep so exactly. i i think i it really depends on how they play around that And three games is is three games it's just a small microcosm sample size you can't have a knee-jerk reaction to how a team plays uh over three game span even if they're terrible um you know i it just I, you can't be on your game every night you're going to lose some games and Whatever, it wasn't a big deal, I didn't think, because because it didn't it wasn't a trend yet. Um, we play uh, Winnipeg Friday night, 7 o'clock uh, Central. First time facing Winnipeg since the opening round of the playoffs last season when the Blues disposed of the Jets in six games. Jets are 21-14-2 and, and third in the Central. Ten points behind the Blues. Uh, they are 5-4-1 in the last 10. 10-8-1 at home. Uh, Hellebuck has been good. For them, two, four, four, GAA with a nine, two, six, a percentage, Um hundred percent chance. He starts Jeff. <laughs> oh, for
0: sure. I mean, unless it's <laughs> with, like after, a the, bug the, comes through right. the room or something
1: after the break, you know,
0: he's, I mean, he's going to start. Uh And, you know, I will say I've been uh, very impressed by Winnipeg this year. I thought the losses that they endured over the off season, um, buffling the whole situation with that. I thought it's going to be such a distraction for the locker room uh, Neil, was his name? Neil Pionk, the guy they got in the Truba trade. Uh, has looked great for them. I was like, wow, you really want this guy who can't even make the Rangers lineup uh, on a bad defensive team? But he's looked great for them this year. Uh, very impressive uh, what the Winnipeg Jets have been able to do. Kudos to their entire coaching staff and the players for being able to continue and play well. And um, you know the way things are going might be a playoff matchup uh preview tomorrow night again. So, um should be interesting. Yeah, you mentioned Connor Hellebuck. uh bounced back very well this season. Uh Ben Bishop uh you talk about him in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And he he had a rough rough start to the year and uh was able to to kind of finally find his game again. Uh has been great all year and and you think, you know, how much these playoff meetings where they lose uh in in such a drastic way? Does it affect them the next season? And uh, you know, you have to question how much it affected Ben Bishop. And really, Connor Hellebuck hasn't looked phased at all from the first round exit last year of a uh, uh, really a a, a meet up that I think a lot of people said it doesn't matter who wins, whoever wins this is going to the Stanley Cup final between those two teams. So to be knocked out in the first round, I'm sure was a little upsetting for them. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it it speaks to them the way they've been able to bounce back this season. Uh, with even, I think, less talent than they had last year.
1: Um, Josh Webster says in the YouTube chat, uh, speaking of Winter Classic games, uh, are there any updates on if there's going to be a Blues versus Wild Winter Classic? Uh, No.
0: I have not heard any.
1: No. Uh, And I I expect you wouldn't hear that for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, Doesn't... They usually announce that... Isn't it the All-Star game? It's right around yeah. when they announce when the next Winter Classic is.
1: I believe they, and one year they didn't. Well, the year the Blues uh, were awarded it, they didn't announce it at the All-Star game. Was that right? They waited? I don't remember. Maybe. So I was, one year they waited, and it was like causing stress, <laughs> I think, yeah. amongst fans. Uh, and Jesse Hill, a uh, friend of the show, Jesse Hill, says losing at times is good for the team, which True. You, know, you can make a, a solid argument for that statement, yeah.
0: I always yep. uh I, I always told my team when I coached uh the kids team that uh you find out more about yourself when you lose a game than when you win a game and I think that is Oh yeah. definitely true. Um anyone who's played a professional or professional a competitive sport I think uh understands that thought process. Uh I want to ask you a question before we uh start closing up shop here Kurt. Yep. We uh, kind of the talk of the show for the last uh last episode and I think even getting into the week before Bennington possibly being injured, would we see him before the Christmas break? And I think we all, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe you guys had the the same thought I did. Uh, Let him sit out until through the Christmas break. Give him a little extended break. I think you had mentioned that last episode, Kurt. Just, uh, you know, they got uh, Saturday night. They had, um, who they play Saturday night?
1: Who did they play? Was that San Jose? Uh yes, they did.
0: They played San Jose and then they played um uh you know a team that's struggling. Then they played the Kings and our team that's struggling. And it's okay, just let Allen have those games and then come back, uh Winnipeg on Friday and let Bennington take that game. But instead, Bennington went in, gotta think he's a hundred percent now against the Kings. Uh what'd you think of that move? Um well, I, go ahead. I was, what'd you think?
1: I, about him playing against the Kings. I was, yeah. I was fine. I was fine with it. I, he hadn't played in a while. Um, and, uh, I, I, I don't think I was ever, uh, I ever said that, you know, to give him a long extended break, I didn't now if he's hurt. Yeah. i But, but uh, I, uh, my thing was that he, he, something had to be wrong. Something was either sick, sore, hurt something, uh, because you don't miss a practice and a half and, uh, back to back starts or whatever. Uh, for, you know, you just don't do that uh, for a number one goalie. Yeah. So if you're not starting, it's one thing. You, let, and you can make an argument, Allen's been hot, you're getting a couple of starts, I get it. Um, but then to miss practice too, okay, something's wrong. Something's not quite right.
0: Yeah, admit, so, I mean, I kind of thought, uh, and I think, prop, I don't know, I'm I i I'm not a coach in the NHL, I'm not in the locker room with the players, but I imagine that Baruby's thought process was kind of what you had stated last week was, well, you know, Bennington, you know, Jake's playing well. We're going to let him go against L.A., and we'll come back strong with you against Winnipeg if you're ready. Um, and I got a feeling that uh, Bennington, if he had anything to say about it, knowing the competitor he is, probably said, I really want to get a game in before a break. I want to I wanna get back on the ice. And, uh, again, this is all speculation on my part, but uh, it was good to see him back in. I was happy to see that because I think we're all kind of, kind of uh thinking okay we're uh, uh are we gonna see Bennington before the new year uh what's going on there they still haven't said anything and seeing him back in against LA and, and play a good game against them uh was very encouraging yep. I think
1: the only goal he allowed was a deflection uh, from the slot that you know it's that's he's not that's not one you can expect him to make the save on it was a great deflection so I mean yep. it was he played a good game real solid so uh i agree uh, he did what he 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 did what he was asked to do last game uh josh webster okay uh, jesse hill says uh alan for mvp (laughs) um which i mean you know that's that's a whole other show uh josh webster (laughs) josh webster says if you hype up Allen, his anxiety will get to him and he will start sucking
0: well, it is almost January, folks.
1: Yeah, and you uh, you never know. I mean, you never know uh, how Alan's going to react to uh, certain situations because it in the past it seems like he is uh I, I hate to use the word headcase because uh, it seems like it's kind of a harsh word to use, but uh, uh has an issue uh with um it has to be some kind of mental block issue at times or with during the season, so when given too much responsibility. So uh it has happened in the past over and over and over again. So uh he doesn't have that this year. So uh even though he started off poorly uh at home but he's been he's been great this year overall so it's can't complain about Allen this year. I'll say that. I mean uh if any if any any players playing poorly or you know not just goaltenders if any any player any players playing poorly we say so. We'll, we'll point it out. We'll talk about it. If any player is playing very well, uh, that maybe we didn't expect, you know, we'll talk about it and praise him. You know, it's just, you know, we, I don't think any of us in this show, uh, have a horse in this race for any reason. So we just kind of tell it like it is. I kinda try to be realist on this show. Um, cause I, I, to me, if you're, if you're, uh, a hater or a, uh, an apologist or whatever label you want to put on people, then you're kind of, you kind of lose credibility when you make comments about those players because who's going to believe what you're saying because you're biased uh to some degree so i, I i've always thought that we were pretty straight shooters with our comments about people and honest so um
0: i agree with that's you that's my take yeah i'm with you no we we say that on the show all the time we just uh, we want to see the blues win we don't care what that means back when allen was the starter and was struggling severely um we said just put the best damn goalie in there who's going to give you a chance to win. It doesn't matter who it is. I don't care if it's Carter Hutton, yeah. Jake Allen, or Tyler Stewart. Just put somebody in there who gives you the best chance to win. And, uh, hey, this year, it doesn't seem like you can go wrong with either goalie. They both have looked fantastic, and I'm all for it. You know, maybe we question why isn't Binnington playing because he is the starter. But at and the end of the day, the, it yeah. does. it's just a, it's a conversation. It's a question, yes. I think a worthy question. Uh, we, it's not, we, it's a, it's not, not a a that complaint. we're saying we, it's not that we're saying you have to play Biddington. Why are you playing out? And that guy's terrible because it's just, it's, it's just conversation. That's what we do on the show. We talk about the blues and, uh, I think that, uh, people lose sight of that. And, uh, they, we just all need to remember that, uh, we are like anyone else. We want to see the blues win. and I think everyone on Twitter, even the most annoying fans that people don't like, that's what we all want. So let's just be happy when they're winning games and that's what we're seeing.
1: And I uh I think uh I still honestly when Allen plays, uh my confidence level in him is much higher, much higher than it was yes. uh to start the season, uh and last season. But um there's still in the background, I'm I'm cautiously, you know, like, okay, I mean is this start gonna be like the rest of him this season or most of this season where he's been really really good or 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 is that chink in the armor gonna start to surface again so he's he's got a lot of work to do to gain the full trust back from fans because they they've seen the roller coaster that that he is has been in the past so uh he's he's doing well this year to to go down that path to fix that but uh you know it's gonna take more than how many games he played fifteen whatever it is So, yeah, more than
0: that. Uh, By the way, I want to correct myself from earlier. Uh, I said Springfield Falcons. I think they've changed their name. They're now the Springfield Thunderbirds. So, uh, correcting me there, if you want to look up that story, Springfield Thunderbirds having a Simpsons Ah. night in honor of their 30th anniversary uh and jake uh, allen's played
1: jake allen's played 12 games this season okay and so the 12 games uh and granted it was dates back to last year too uh where he played well to end the season so that's a that's a that's a sample size whether you know that's a discussion to have at a later date whether that's a big enough sample size for you to you know put allen's troubles behind him uh as far as like you know whether you're worried about it happening again or not
0: yeah uh, Squirrely Dan Draheim adds, forgot to say, my local ECHL team. Cleveland? Is that who that would be? Who's his local ECHL team? Uh, East Coast happened? Hockey League. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. Well, actually, did you know they are not the East Coast Hockey League? Did you know that? No. They are not the East Coast Hockey League. They are, you know what ECHL stands for? What? The ECHL. It oh. does not stand for anything. <laughs>
1: So it's like KFC. No. Basically. KFC no KFC no longer stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken. It is just KFC.
0: KFC. Yep. Yeah, and that's they said because they're not on the East Coast anymore, they don't want to be known as that, so they are just the ECHL.
1: Okay. Kind of like the Big 10 is is more than 10 teams.
0: Exactly. Uh so he says way. forgot to say my local ECHL team will have Lord Stanley in attendance Sunday, looking forward to seeing the cup and he adds the Toledo Walleye baby, uh, yeah, Toledo, Toledo's walleye, as Squirrelly Dan would say it. <laughs> the Toledo's. <walleye. laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. That'll be fun for you. Um, you know, I, we've all had our moment with the cup uh, recently here in yeah. St. Louis. Uh, so uh, pretty cool that uh, you'll be able to experience that as a Blues fan as well.
1: I'm not going to lie. Uh, when uh, when the cup was making its rounds in St. Louis and and I hadn't uh, seen it yet, and uh, I was like, you know, I've I've seen it, I've touched it, kissed it twice in my life. Um, I said, if I don't get to see it this time around, that's fine. I, I've done it, tw- I've touched it twice. I've, I've, you know, a lot of people haven't, and so this is their first time. That's great. Um, but then I'm not gonna lie. Uh, after I got to uh, after the it was engraved with the blues names, uh, I got to see it and uh, uh, touch it, kiss it, and I got to see the blues names on it that was pretty cool that was really cool so yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was glad i got to do it again uh, after they won so that was just that was kind of neat i was yeah, uh, i've, I was very I've happy. seen the
0: cup three times and myself um kissed it multiple times and yes yeah, i'm one of those people i don't care uh that they hadn't won it yet because i'm never going to win it so i don't care yes exactly um, but uh yeah why so would I, you have
1: that superstition <laughs>
0: yeah um but anyway no i i uh, seeing the cup was always great and But, yeah, I I saw it. I think it was like two days after it got engraved was when I saw it. Um, And just being in the presence of it again, and this time knowing that my team has earned the right to have the Stanley Cup in St. Louis, um, it made it so much better. Um, It was just so much more cool. And just standing in line waiting to see it. Um, It was a short line. Luckily, the the, the event I went to was very well put together. Um, but uh, just seeing it—the it, it, brief moment of before I even went up to it—and just thinking about what happened in June, it was it almost brought a tear to my eye. So it was. Uh, so enjoy that moment, Squirrely Dan. That's going to be uh, really cool for you. Uh,
1: I think that'll wrap up the show, Jeff.
0: Yeah, good, uh, good post-holiday show. Uh, yeah. There, Kurt. Unfortunate that Bill had to be on assignment again. He's a very busy man. Um, I'll add that, and I mentioned this, I teased this a couple weeks ago. Uh, Luke Opilka, former Blues prospect, now working with the uh, the Maryville Saints, I believe, is the name of the hockey club there. Um, he uh, he's gonna. Me and him are actually going to be having a conversation tomorrow, uh, but uh, I will have that interview up at some point. I would imagine in January uh, for you all to check out. Talk about his career. Talk about his transition to being a goalie coach and all that so uh just wanted to keep you on the loop since i teased it a couple weeks ago that uh we will be having luke on very soon
1: very cool uh that'll wrap up episode 45 of season eight of the original st louis blues hockey podcast let's go blues radio thanks for listening everyone and thanks to those who participated in the youtube chat during the live show we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you for Jeff Ponder and the uh, On Assignment Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's go Blues. I forgot to say Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry everyone. Christmas, Happy New
0: Year. Happy Hanukkah. Every, everyone. Happy uh, Boxing Day. The Chiefs are at home tonight against Sport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. That went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers.
1: Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry.
0: <laughs> St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues.
1: Blues are on the ice tonight again They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more No matter what the score They are quite a hockey team, my friend